0: Hi, Zilch Nation. This is Sarah Clark with a special message along with my husband, Kevin. Hi, this is Kevin Clark. I wanted to thank everybody for the generous donation toward the GoFundMe to help my mother whose house burned down this past weekend. I really appreciate everybody chipping in. The boost to morale as well as the uh, uh, donations have been greatly appreciated. So thanks a lot and long live Zilch. Yep, thanks to all of you who donated to the GoFundMe and bought Zilch Buttons in the previous month. I honestly never expected me and mine to be a recipient of the Zilch Button charity drive when we came up with it. And it really means a lot to both of us and to Kevin's mother, Joanne. So thank you all very much for all your support. What number is this, Jim? Episode 135, The Mike and Mickey Show in St. Louis, Missouri. Okay, you know what I mean? like, don't get excited, man.
1: It's because I'm short. Zilch. Zilch. Zilch.
2: You're listening to Zilch, a monkey's podcast.
3: You know this inside. But yeah, I showed this to so, so, But we
2: love you! And you will remember every single one of her faces. Woo! You can just walk up to me, and just say,
3: hey, do you can't remember me from memory?
2: I sure do. Anything you have. Woo! <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
4: Welcome to Zilch, your podcast full of monkeys. I'm Ken Mills, one of your hosts today, and I'm joined by Christine Carlson-Wolf. Hi, everybody. And the lovely Sarah Clark.
0: Hey, y'all. I missed you.
4: Missed you, too. And we are here today to talk about the Mike and Mickey tour, the Mike and Mickey show, the monkeys. And it was a blast. We saw the last U.S. Day for now for now Uh,
0: (laughs) oh you optimists yeah (laughs) how many times has somebody retired or quit
2: or moved on and then come back Mm -hmm. Uh, i know i know (laughs) (laughs) sometime it's going to be real (laughs) yes i know sometime it's going to be real and it if this this turns turns out to be real yes
0: This one does feel more real than any other time. I will grant you that. But we do not know the future.
4: Now, the weird thing about the tribe descending on St. Louis is as I got out of the car, you were getting out of your car, Christine, and you said, did you see Facebook? That's right and i said no what's going on i just figured someone was being a butthead i never liked the album good times and anyone that doesn't like that album and, or, or anyone that likes that album is crazy or something weird like mm-hmm. that but no 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 mike nesmith made a post and boy was boy, it a boy post. did he
0: <laughs> shall <And> i <laughs>
4: yeah yeah please
0: yes read it. please sarah <clears throat> Uh, Michael Nesmith posted March 16th at 1023 a.m. Next to last monkey show last night at Four Winds Casino. Tonight is the last for this tour. Then Mick and I have to decide what to do, if anything. I committed to an Australian tour, but I am expecting that will be it for me. The shows are fun. The songs are good and fun to play, but things are a bit long of tooth now. Not that this is a bad thing, but it's a bit like trying to learn new dance steps. I thought he was good with the Shorty George. Anyway, Monkey's Dis is still alive and well after all these years, and touring is arduous, to say the least. Reviewers who are angling for approval in that idiot wind are at least annoying and generally don't get it. I have a good time, so does Mick, I think, but there is less of a sharp point in these days of television. I spend days watching MSNBC and the horror show that is Washington, D.C. at its most dangerous and stupid. An idiot wind indeed. I start to feel curmudgeonly more and more and less and less suited for singing pop songs, clever and happy and fun to play as they are. But it is a bit like singing happy birthday over and over. Combine that with the fact that television music was never my first pursuit. People who like my work have another clear window they can see through if they choose. But in any case, the shows wear me down. So it's back home and into hiding for a while, till I leave the hemisphere for the upside-down land. Maybe it's just road rummies, at least that's how it feels, but it feels like playing Yesterday every day, or the chicken salad sandwich scene from Five Easy Pieces. There is only so much length to that rope. I like the net giving me a voice, since I feel like a heretic when I bring the monkeys up. At least you all know it's me, and not some bonehead whining about how poorly I play. I'll get back to work on my book about television and television critics. So far, so good. Need to focus, and the bad road food is toxic to fun or good ideas. I'm in St. Louis today. Barbecue for lunch. Smiley. So that
4: was a wow moment for anybody that read it. And it made this this coming from Michael – as we stepped out of the vehicles and it was, it was, I was gobsmacked, right?
2: Yeah. I remember. I I was too, for sure. Um, I, I read it right before I headed up to the hotel to meet up with you guys. And, um, gosh, it felt different. We've heard him say Mm -hmm. this before. Um, you know, maybe it's through the lens of his recent health issues um, and, you know, our recent loss of Peter, but this felt different. This felt like he meant it. And maybe he always means it. And I think and- he always
0: means it. I think he meant it in 97. I think he meant it in 2016 at Pandegis. Um, The question is whether he will continue to mean it. And, you know, I'm not completely wearing blinders here. I realize the man is 76, and the odds are much higher that he will continue to mean it. Yep.
2: Go see the show,
0: everybody.
4: Absolutely. So all of us, the concert was framed by Mike's statement. And Mm -hmm. it was just a time for us to realize that we had to enjoy what we had while we had it. Well, Zilch, the podcast and the Facebook page and everybody on Twitter, we decided to have a bunch of meetups and the monkeys were nice enough to play at at all of them. It was great.
2: Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's right. We we threw a party and they kept showing up. I know.
4: The last stop of the tour was St. Louis and the monkeys love St. Louis. It's a tradition that goes back to the 60s right on up till today. And it's, it's just a great place to see the monkeys, and it's a really a monkeys crowd. Like, I've seen some things on YouTube where you don't hear anybody going crazy. There is a lot of going crazy at St. Louis, right, Christine?
2: There was. And, you know, in fact, (laughs) thanks to the instigation of uh, Jamie Telegrin, she whipped us all into the mindset of we're going to chant, we want the monkeys, before they came out. We did. And I've heard audio from that show, from that date. You can hear us. (laughs) It's pretty Mm -hmm. fun. So thanks, Jamie, for being the, the starter for that. That was a great idea.
4: Yes. And Sarah, I know you were pretty loud, but you're you're always well amplified. But uh it,
0: it, I have one of those voices that carry, yes, you can yeah. say it. Voices carry <laughs> yeah.
4: But it was a fantastic time and we all arrived from all over the United States and who knows. Uh, points points unknown, right? That everybody came in from, and it was just fantastic. We had a meet up before the show, a pre-show meet up at the Drury the Inn. The Drury Inn, yes. And we were in the lobby there, and it was fantastic. How many people showed up just for that? About twenty.
0: It feels like a few people left a little early because they had sound check. Feels mm-hmm. like it was about twenty to all told,
4: mm-hmm. and we got to meet some of our newest best friends that we didn't know until then, and see some old friends that we knew. Do we have a list of everybody that was at the pre-party?
2: Let me uh, tell the ones that. Let me tick off the ones that I know. I don't mean I don't want to tick them off, but you know, <laughs> let me let me list them. <laughs> And maybe you can fill in any gaps that you are aware of. Kim Winter and her new beau, Christopher, were there. We all got to meet Christopher, and he passed muster. So, Kim, you're good there. Yeah, he's um, dreamy. He, <laughs> well, and he has a good name, too. So, And he puts up with us. So, yeah, you, you know, that that's a pretty, pretty good, solid guy there. Janet Reese and Debbie Lang and um, uh, Jane Knight were there. Uh, as well as Pixel Kints and Jean Cathcart, Laura Horn, and her son, Josiah, who is a really cool guy. He, he is like Ken Jr. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because everything that Ken likes, he likes. So, Yes, uh, <laughs> he is cool. He, yeah. I think I said that, didn't I? I meant that. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, then Madeline Horath was there, Renee Quinn, Helen Sievers, uh, Sherry Hansen. I know she was one who had to sneak away to the sound check. Yeah, she and um,
0: Kevin Marhanka were the two who went to the sound check.
2: There was there one little... guy who te- help me out, everybody. Who was the guy in the Western shirt? I don't remember his name, but he. We all remember that cool shirt. So, if
0: you were there and we didn't say your name, make sure that you comment on the thread. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: there you go. Tag yourself in the show. Yes, <laughs> but the best. You know, the, we're saving the best for last, right? We had a special guest that joined us. <laughs> Joy Ken, is an, an interesting word. Well, no, he was so okay. Let me set it up. Let me set it up. We're all doing our thing. We're having our little our little get together in our corner of the lobby. And Ken leans over to me and says, Grab your camera and follow me. I'm going to do something stupid. <laughs> so of course I was hot on his heels. Who was there? But I swear, Quest love. And we will put pictures in the show notes to prove it. We were over there, Ken's over there talking to him and, you know, hey, how you doing? And and uh, can I get a picture with you? And he's asking, why are we in town? And we're telling him, he we said, well, okay, well, don't don't uh, make fun or, you know, don't uh, bust us for this. But um, we're here to see the monkeys. And his eyes got great big. I love the monkeys oh my gosh and so we're talking about well we have this podcast and these are all of our friends that come together every time the monkeys are here in St. Louis he came over and he filmed us <laughs> so so uh, we'll we'll show you pictures of Ken and Questlove in the show notes here but that was a pretty cool moment
4: well I gotta like break something to you that that really wasn't Questlove
0: yeah no <laughs> what <laughs>
4: but an amazing look-alike, and i walked up to him and i said hey dude uh listen i know you're not quest love but you look so much like him he says i get that all the time i'm gonna tell everybody here that you're quest love and uh he played right along with it it was a lot of fun but it was really sweet but he turns out he really digs the monkeys and like the real quest love does so yeah i
2: i
0: heard that in the past i I
2: think he was pulling your leg and he just wanted to throw you off and you know kind of have some some space some privacy and he just said he wasn't (laughs) quest (laughs) love but
0: we ended up that that tweet I I saw when I checked out his feed later later of him DJing a show in Las Vegas that was all just to kind of put us off the off the <laughs>
2: yeah, okay hey, you sure. know f- fast fast traveling jets and he was going you know with the time so he could have done it yeah I think he did it but he came he came over and he chatted with us and he did film us talking about Zilch and mm-hmm. he and he walked away with some buttons and yeah that was that was cool.
4: Yeah, it was fantastic, and it was uh, s- such a great time to to hang out with everybody. And there were two ladies dressed in monkey men outfits.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, monkey women! because yeah. they, they were. Wearing, yes, they were wearing tutus.
4: Yeah, <laughs> which would be four fours if it's two twos, right? It'd be a four four. Which <laughs> well, it's would be two an twos,
2: so it's one four. <laughs> and eight eight
4: would be sixteen. I, anyway, the, I, we, the, we we the basically the three and the
2: five. You know, You're overthinking. Yeah, this we're here. on
4: the three and the five and the one and the four and
0: And the seven and yeah 382 and a half yeah
4: but it was a fantastic time it was great to see debbie and kim and jane and meet josiah and his mother wonderful people everyone was great jen everybody i couldn't name you all but just hello everybody it was great and that happened and then we had to get over to the venue and as soon as we got out of the car, people were coming up. You are the people from Zilch. And it was it was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And one guy even made a t-shirt. Dave Farley actually made a shirt out of the Zilch button art. And it looked so impressive. He, he looked really cool. We got pictures with him. And thank you, Dave, for being so cool.
2: Yes, that was yep, so cool. Did. So he had made this really great t-shirt, like you said, out of the button. And um, not only that shirt with the buttons, but everybody like descended upon us and I'm sorry if you didn't get a button. we were pretty well picked clean before we even got inside the door. I think we we were all scrounging in the bottom of our bag and picking them off yeah of our shirt i and-
0: I came in another car and had a few more but I was still I was i, I so I walked around before the show but yeah but yeah we, we it was it was very flattering but yes we we, we were cleaned out pretty fast and we do apologize. <laughs>
2: Yeah, yeah, I, we had uh, we had uh, like a hundred of the Peter Torque special commemorative buttons, mm. um, but I also had close to two hundred classic Zilch buttons, yeah. and we had some, of course, Mike and Mickey buttons because hello, it was the Mike and Mickey show. Yeah. So everybody was very eager and happy to get those, and thank you all for your continued support.
4: As I was trying to find a way to get into the venue faster, I ran into Jamie Telegram, and she was just so sweet, so kind... And I just can't say enough good about her, but she helped me get in there and she uh, she helped make sure Ken was safe and all that stuff. And uh, maybe she's a new bodyguard. I don't know. But uh, once we got inside, uh, we ran into Jen Cathcart again and we ran into Kevin Marhanka. And it was great seeing him. And, of course, Sherry Hansen. It was just just wonderful. That was the and also Andrew Sandoval came and found us. And that was great. Finally got to get a picture with him. It's, it's been a long time coming, but uh, you, had yeah. no, you hadn't had a picture with Andrew before it's that. The, it's the kind of thing where we've been in the same place at the same time. Right. And it's always like, uh, we forgot to get a picture again. So it was fantastic and just, just wonderful. And Robin Jenkins came up and said, hi, and just fantastic. What a great group of people. We made our way to the front of the venue and we were in the front row and we were surrounded by tons of people
1: mm-hmm. and
4: it was fantastic. And people kept coming down and coming down and coming down to the front. I also ran into Corey Schneider, who was also in the front row. And it, uh, I sat down, he goes, are you Ken Mills? And I go, yeah, <laughs> usually, <laughs> Do I owe you
0: money? <laughs> yeah. Usually a subpoena
4: follows that, but, uh, but he was just, just so kind and so sweet. And he listens to a lot of, a uh, podcast that we also listen to and love here. So it was great. Hi, Corey. Good seeing you. Dave Farley actually made a shirt out of the Zilch Button art, and it looked so impressive. He looked really cool. We got pictures with him, and thank you, Dave, for being so cool. Wow. I know that Sherry Hansen got a ton of great pictures. She oh, was yeah. on fire, and mm-hmm. I'm hoping to post a bunch of pictures from everybody that we got to meet in this show's thread on Facebook. So look forward to that. At some point, Cersei Link and Christian Nesmith come out and we, we had to come see you and they got pictures with all of us and they, they shook as many hands and took as many pictures as they could, but they had to get backstage. And then John Billings and his lovely wife, Amy came out and hung out with everybody It was just fantastic. And it was great to meet so many people. We've we've had a really big presence in Zilch every year. And every Mm -hmm. year it keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And I know that our buttons were gone just like that. But it, it was amazing because there was one gentleman that came up to the front and he said, you don't know me, but... I wanted to come say hi to you. I sat down up there and he pointed up into the audience and he said, I was sitting down and these two women gave me a zilch button. And I said, yeah. Oh. And, 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 and he said, hmm. is, is zilch here? And, and I go, yeah, that's them down there. So them, right. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah.
2: We had presents. Yeah. Yeah.
4: And and uh, they he came down and he wanted to thank me for the Peter Tork episode because he really didn't have any monkey family or friends to talk to about this, right? hmm So he kind of felt like he was all alone and he, he doesn't really have any monkey friends where he lives. And he said that his father had passed away and that a lot of the stuff that was said about Peter was also relatable to his experience with his father, that he loved him very much and that... His spirit was gonna go out and go on, just like Peter's. And he thanked us. He thanked everybody involved with the episode. And uh, he said that I made two new friends here tonight. And we hugged each other. Aww. And he went up and sat by the Zilch Bear, or, uh, Zilch Button Givers that he ran into earlier. But it was it was things like that. It was a lot of people coming up and saying, "You make me feel I'm not alone."
1: Mm-hmm. I-
4: And that has happened all along this way. Whether somebody was a button ambassador for every stop of the tour, this has been something that's been going on all across the board. And it's great to see people get together over this silly little set of buttons and this silly little zilch fan club that we have that it's free to join. It's free to be a member of. But it's, it's cool to get these little trinkets and to share this love. And something really cool happened. Speech, speaking of Peter Torque, something really cool happened. We made a special zilch button. And the proceeds from that, we, we actually we, we charged $10 a button. And what we did was we raised money for Peter Torque's favorite charity. And Christine, how much did we raise?
2: We donated $1,700 to IMA, the Institute for Musical Arts. It was, um, it was the place where Peter actually recorded his, uh, his last vocals for uh, Angels We Have Heard on High. It was obviously, a, and it was run by friends of his, musicians from the 70s, a band, a female band called Fanny you haven't heard them, check them out. They've got some really good, they're, they're great, great, 70s, pure, classic rock. Um, find them and, and check them out. And su- continue to support this school, this Institute for the Musical Arts. It is, um, among other things, they run a summer camp. Um, and that is what our money was going to help support. It was to sponsor uh, some girls to go for uh, for some musical education. Um, and so it's a I can totally understand why this was Peter's charity of choice. And uh, I want to thank you all. I was overwhelmed. Thank you all for the continued and ongoing support that you give to Zilch, but especially to to this uh, special. Endeavor that we did in Peter's name, mm-hmm. yeah,
0: yeah, and 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 we know from conversations with the folks in Peter's camp that they were very appreciative and very moved that Zilch Nation decided to help out in that way. And I know Davies Angels did a similar fundraiser and raised. I think I think they bought a scholarship of their own as well. So,
4: mm-hmm. absolutely. So it was just a jam packed place, lots of love, and a great time to come. And uh, the audience was really pepped up, wouldn't you say, Sarah?
0: Oh yeah, I mean, like I said, I I uh, had to run in another car came a little later, so I was handing out buttons a little after everybody else was, and everybody was just excited and jumping up and down. And um, you know, I met so many people who, like you were saying earlier, just said lovely things about what the monkeys meant to them. Several people were zilch listeners and thrilled to get buttons. It's it's it, it was just the vibe in there was just amazing.
4: Absolutely. And uh, Andrew Sandoval, he was running around like a chicken with his head cut off. The guy is so busy and making sure that everybody's happy and that everything sounds great. Just just a wonderful person. If you've never met Andrew Sandoval, you owe it to yourself. And I saw where he signed a bunch of stuff for people. And it was it was just fantastic. Um, so the, the show starts, right?
2: Right. As they tend to do.
4: Yeah. So let's let's go through the set list. What what was the set list of, of this particular stop of the show? Because there were some differences, some some rarities. Mm-hmm.
2: There were, there were. So we opened with good, clean fun, which uh, always gets a, a fun response. Was, all the stops on this tour, they did open with that song. And of course, that's the song that contains the, the mic line. I told you I'd come back and here I am. Mm-hmm. And he, he really milks that up. And, and uh, so that was, that was a fun moment. And then they rolled right into last train to Clarksville and followed by sunny girlfriend Mary Mary, You Told Me, For Pete's Sake, The Door Into Summer, You Just May Be The One, A Little Bit Me, A Little Bit You, The Girl I Knew Somewhere, Birth of an Accidental Hipster, which then flowed right into St. Matthew, As We Go Along, and then Nez interjected with a little bit of an Elmer Fudd impression.
3: We have to be very, very
2: quiet. Oh my God.
3: (laughs) We are hunting (laughs) circles. Be very very... (laughs) (laughs) quiet.
2: they were hunting for circles and they went into circle sky <laughs> followed by Pleasant Valley Sunday and then they were uh, going on their intermission and before they did Mickey said as, as we are going out off stage before you leave for wherever uh, take a minute and watch this special film and they played um, they played Peter in, in a recent uh, video that he had shot, singing "Till Then," which was the perfect tribute to him. Um, mm-hmm. It was it was just lovely. Don't go away yet, don't run away yet,
3: because we have this really cool little short video that we want you to see. Then we'll take
0: a few minutes break, and we'll be right back. folks
3: to men my darling keys wait for me to Til-
0: fb page from all of
2: us at zilch we love you and uh and there it, it was interesting because you could simultaneously hear a pin drop but you could also then hear <laughs> yeah because the whole place was just they were, we were all um, relieving and, and, and letting go of the grief. We knew that we were among friends. And um, so that was, a, that was a lovely and special moment. And the lights were still down. So we could cry in the dark. Mm-hmm. Oh. When they came back, they opened with an acoustic set that consisted of Papa Jean's Blues a cool version of randy scaskett and then tapioca tundra featuring the shorty george that's correct thank you sarah that's right which um (laughs) we'll have to there if you don't know what that is yes i was just gonna say if you don't know what that is we will we somebody made a, a gif of that we will put it in the show notes for sure um because you must see it to believe it folks uh (laughs) after tapio
0: was out to play that night
2: (laughs) he was he was and so it was it was a nice thing to see yeah so after tapioca tundra um they sang i'll spend my life with you joanne me and magdalena and they closed the acoustic set with take a giant step then they moved into auntie's municipal court Um, at which Mike said, did I really name it that? I'm sorry. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, yeah. Uh, And then it was going down. Interestingly, Mickey did not pick anybody to sing with him that night. I I think several people in the front row were were bummed. They were all sitting on the, barely sitting on the edge of their seat, hoping that he would pick them. After going down was sweet young thing. Stepping Stone, Daydream Believer. What am I doing hanging around? At which point nobody was hanging around except for Nez. And then <laughs> he began, listen to the band, at which point the band did join him for the encore, uh, followed by and closing it out with I'm a Believer.
4: It's a fantastic set. And Uh, we're just going to go around and ask each one of us. What, uh, what was your favorite part, Sarah, what was your favorite part?
0: My favorite moment, I mean, the Shorty George was awesome. I want to be clear about that. I I mean, I like any show where we're going to get a gif out of it. But I think my favorite moment was The Girl I Knew Somewhere when Alex Jewell started into that harpsichord solo, which I kind of always think of as Peter's solo. But as he started into it, it's like Mickey and Wayne kind of came over to cheer him on, and then John Billings was there, and then Nez, like, hovered over him. It was hilarious.
3: When the producers finally... Gave us permission to record. <laughs> this is the first one we recorded together. Menezes Tunes.
0: Woo! The
3: main difference was that I
0: had
1: the guitar on. <laughs> 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 Go!
0: where you could tell that they were having just as good a time on the stage
2: as we were out in the audience. Yes.
4: And Christy, what are some of your highlights of the show?
2: So I kind of tipped my hand when I was going through the set list, um, you know, just, and a lot of it were, uh, as Sarah mentioned, the, the fun moments uh, within the show when, uh, whenever Mike was being a little playful and he either did Elmer Fudd or the Shorty George or apologized for the way he named his songs. Um, But musically, Birth of an Accidental Hipster is, man, oh man, if it's not my very favorite monkey song, period, it's got to be in the top three or four. Um, And so every time I've heard it played and I've, been fortunate enough to hear it maybe three or four times now since um since twenty sixteen. Hearing that is a it's a real rocker. And the fact that he rolled right into St. Matthew then, that was a perfect segue. And so that was a a special little moment for me. I liked that a lot. This
3: one, one of my favorite by Paul Weller and Noel Gallagher. (laughs)
2: What were some of your favorites? Well, it,
4: it it it's really hard to pick one or two, right? But
2: mm-hmm. yes, I think the
4: there were a couple surprises in this set list. Like there were some songs that they hadn't been doing, right? Just as we were surprised by the missing verse in "Going Down," or 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 him not having someone come up and sing during "Going Down," I was tremendously surprised to hear "As We Go Along," and it was one of my favorite versions of it that i've ever heard live and he was overwhelmed by the crowd's uh, yeah. reaction to it wouldn't you say
3: mm-hmm. yes a mm-hmm. hundred yes. years ago actually decades ago, we uh, had the pleasure of making a movie called Head. also some great songs written by great songwriters. Nez wrote a couple of brilliant tunes. Peter Tork wrote a couple of great tunes. Yeah! But, uh, this next tune, written by one of my favorite writers, uh, Carole King, along with Woo! the story called As We Go On. Yeah!
0: episode I love you thanks for letting me chase after these guys
4: Mike was kind of overwhelmed by much of the audience's reaction. I think that he was really surprised. There was this really cute little kid in the front row and she was all in pink. And I think she had wings on like little fairy princess wings. I she may... did. I gave her okay. her
0: zilch button. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> See, I I
4: didn't know if it was the Frodus or what it was. Right. But, uh, <laughs> but there it is. So yeah. Uh, She, she kept wanting to go up and sing, and her mom was like, Go ahead, say hi, because Mickey saw her, and he's pointing at her, and he's waving at her, and she'd wave back, and she's kind of shy and everything. And she, she wanted to come up during the acoustic set, but her mom was like, No, we'll wait till after this quiet part's over, right? So then when they started, uh, coming back out of the acoustic set, the little girl was, very shyfully walking up towards the stage and everybody in the front row is pointing at this little girl. <laughs> and Mike looked at us and he sees all these people pointing and he goes, what are y'all pointing at? I see her. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, hi to her. And uh, it was, it was cute. It was a really cool moment. There was one point where the band left the stage and Mike started doing tapioca tundra, Right. Yeah, And that was another unique version. Like we've heard different versions of Tapioca Tundra. Like there's the way it was on the album. Then there's the way that he's done it acoustic a few times. And then there was uh, the way that he did it on the Pantages show when he did his farewell show. And then there's this version, which was almost like a ragtime version of it.
1: -hmm. When he
4: did the Shorty George, of course. Why don't we play that now?
2: I'd like to invite everybody everybody who knows how to do this to do the Shorty George during this song. It doesn't match; it's not the same rhythm. It's kind of weird, but (laughs) it would be neat. Here's the Shorty George.
0: Shimmying across the stage, little station.
4: just a fantastic night and the band was on fire and it was uh, i mean what can you say about the players uh alex Jules was a delight and he's got an album called topiary out that you need to check out there will be links in the show note but uh show, show notes but he he is fantastic and he's a, he's really great on the keyboards you've got uh, Rich Dart on drums, amazing, amazing, amazing. The great John Billings, you've got Coco, who is so sweet. You've got Cersei, and and Coco on background vocals and Christian on, on guitar. And then you've got the band leader himself, the one, the only, Wayne Avers. And then there is Pete Finney on steel guitar. And then on, I'm going to say, uh, ancillary instruments right because i was
2: going to say everything else yeah. banjo and al yeah trumpet
4: yep. Yeah, yeah he, he played trumpet and going down so it was it was he, he did everything probing gregory but he was just fantastic and there's no weak links on that stage as far as the band goes just fantastic love them one and all and uh, the crew was really cool to everybody did you have a favorite song sarah
0: Oh, it's always hard for me with these things. Hipster was amazing. I've also gotten to hear it a couple of times live, which is a couple more times than I ever expected. And um, it, uh, I think that was the best version of Hipster I've heard live ever since they've done it. I also really enjoyed the version they, of me and Magdalena they did this time. I thought it was, it just got me. Well, It was like, the whole evening felt like really celebratory and 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 had a great vibe, even you know, with everything that happened with Peter and then with Nez's Facebook post earlier in the day. But it it felt more like a celebration. It felt like just a fun night with the monkeys. But me and Magdalena, that was like the first song that sort of felt like them saying goodbye a little bit, but in a good way
3: of Death Cab for Cutie. It
4: till then thing it was just amazing Uh, I think that that was a genius stroke on Andrew Sandoval's part
2: Mm -hmm. yes
4: absolutely and we never realized what a gift we would have from that crawdaddy interview with Peter Tork and it's just something that I think for all of us that's going to be Peter's parting song to us and it may not have been meant to have been, but that's what it's become, and it was just a fantastic stroke of genius, and thank you to Andrew Sandoval. Tom O'Keefe, who works for the Family Arena, really knows how to put on a great concert slash monkeys slash zilch party. Uh, special thanks to you, Tom O'Keefe. You made a lot of things happen for a lot of people, as did Andrew Sandoval, Um Just fantastic. And the staff there is always friendly and always very accommodating. I recommend if you get a chance to see a concert or an event at the Family Arena in St. Charles that you do so. It is a great place, a great venue. We love it. And there's a lot of love bouncing off those walls.
0: Yeah, absolutely. We uh, Christina and I actually had a chance to see a non-monkey show at Family Arena the prior night. Uh, it's was called Un- Under the Street Lamp. It was a cool kind of like doo-wop, early 60s kind of act. And it was a lot of fun, too. It's just a fun place to see a show, even if it isn't the monkeys, though, you know, that's preferable.
4: Agreed. Fantastic. <laughs> um, talking about as we go along, I remember... I tapped you on the shoulder, Christine. I said, Get your camera. Mm-hmm. And in the row behind us was Jamie Tallagrin. And as Mickey was singing and the music was playing, she was just swept away. You could see it. She wasn't on planet Earth anymore. She was on planet Monkey or wherever she was, mm-hmm. right? And I don't know how much of that was helped by Frotas or just the love in the room or the music. I'm going to chalk it up more to, than anything to the music because we all kind of had those moments throughout the night, right?
0: Yeah, absolutely.
4: And Christine, she thanked you for taking those pictures of her in those moments. She said, this is why I'm not in a relationship right now because no one can compete with this feeling. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, Jamie, why have one guy when when you can have a bandful? Wait, no, that didn't come out right. <laughs> no, no,
4: that's that's more motley crew than monkeys. But, uh, hot, not hot.
2: So no, not hot at all.
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So after the concert, Andrew Sandoval was gracious enough to ask the Zilch staff and their family to come backstage. And that was a really big treat for my stepkids. And the reason behind that is because our oldest, Sean, since he was like one, he wanted to be Mickey Dolan's. As a matter of fact, there's a video of him when he got a, a child's drum set. And in his little Southern accent, he's going, "I'm Mickey Dolins," as he's banging away on the drums. And so it's been. Tell a dream me you.
0: His. Tell me you have this, so we can put it into the show audio.
4: I don't know where it's at, but we'll just will just <laughs> if I if I can find it between now and then, you know. But if not, you know. Yeah. But so it's it was a, it was just so wonderful. And though it wasn't a real long meet and greet or anything, it was great because Probin was there and Coco was there and she just fills the room with love, doesn't she? Oh, Absolutely.
2: Yeah she's so generous with her time they you know what they all are so generous mm-hmm. with their time um but you know coco uh, coco especially knows you uh well i mean she follows you on facebook and and she uh expressed such a, a keen interest in your health and mm-hmm. uh just just everything she's she's just lovely i th- but so is cersei and so is christian and and Alex is too. Alex was generous with his time. Oh gosh. Uh, rich like, Dart talking drums to your
0: kids. My Yes. Goodness. I got some great photos of those two together.
4: <laughs> My youngest stepchild is a drum major. So we were talking to Alex Jules about his album and Rich Dart. And I'm saying, yeah, we're driving on the way up here. And, and Eric's talking about paradiddling and both Rich Rich Dart's eyes lit up and Alex Jewel's eyes lit up. And they're like, yeah, you know, because you're someone that spoke the musical language, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, that was fantastic. And Rich just really made over uh, my family. And thank you very much, Rich Dart. You didn't have to do that. And John Billings and everybody. We could just go on and on. And Circe and Christian, they are the real deal. Yep. They are mm-hmm. totally the real deal and yep. it's so full of love and joy and peace and everything. And funny. Yeah. <laughs> hilarious. Hilarious. And uh
2: We're we're all g- g- gathering around for a picture and uh trying to all cram into the frame, right? And uh Christian we're sitting. We're sitting next to a, a table, uh, like a six foot long banquet table, whatever. And Christian's trying to get in the shot, and he's like leaning in over the table and mm-hmm. climbing up on the table. I reached back and grabbed his shirt, like like by his chest, by the neck, you know, by the chest, and I'm like, come here, I'll help you up, and and just like loud and shrill, lady, don't grab me there. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and
0: he long was his
2: father's son. <clears throat> long, long after my hands were well to myself, he kept up. Hey, hey! I what did I tell you about that? <laughs>
4: this is the last time I'm telling you. You bet you got to stop. <laughs> Mickey was a delight as always just yes. very sweet and uh mm-hmm. the one person I didn't get to meet that I wanted to was Donna mm-hmm. his wife and uh she was across room it just didn't happen for whatever reason but Mickey came up and he said uh he he wanted to thank all of us as Zilch for the support that we've given him and I said well mm-hmm. I'm excited to see what you're doing next and he says what am I doing next? And I said, <laughs> well, I think that you're going out on tour prior with Mark Lindsay and Peter noon or something, or the Mickey's or something. And he says, I haven't heard anything. And I said, Mickey, I haven't either, but we love you so much. And we will support everything that you do as fans. Every monkeys fan that's out there mm-hmm. within the sound of my voice, Mickey comes around, show him the love, show him the same kind of love that you would if you have that monkey sticker on it, same with Mike, you know, these yep. guys, they've given us a lot and, uh, you know, God bless Davy and Peter as well, but, uh, we still wish they were around and bet there's a lot of people who never got a chance to see shoe suede blues that wish that they would have taken a chance to do it, you know, but I'm uh, one of them. Yeah. But, but, but support, mickey and mike and whatever they're doing support what you love we always say that here uh so we just wanted mickey to know that we will support mickey and the mickeys or whatever he wants to call himself and um we just we just love these guys and uh, it was just fantastic. And Mike, as we walked by, we saw him eating a sandwich and we didn't want to bother him. He had the green hat on. But uh, he came into the meet and greet in his own unusual way.
2: <laughs> That's a good <laughs> Yeah, way to he put did. It. He, he parted the curtains and stuck his head in and went. <laughs> and then he was gone. <laughs> and then he was gone.
4: And my stepson said, Did, did you just. See what I saw? And I said, well, he said, Mike Nesmith just stuck his head through that curtain and went. And I turned and I looked and he stuck his head back through again and just like went with his like, with his mouth and then just back right back out again. And he later came out and hung out with Luba Binga and the great Junebug, who we all love. And she's a, a member, a, a teen member of Zilch. So absolutely fantastic but we want to thank mike and mickey and coco and john and cersei and christian and everybody everybody and andrew sandoval most of all thank you Mm -hmm. so much if this is the last monkeys tour that we see in america it went out with a bang it went out with more importantly love
2: Well, and I would add to that uh, for those of you in Australia and New Zealand who are hearing this show, if you don't have tickets to one of the dates when they are coming to your area in June, go get them. This is a fantastic show. And as you heard from the song from the set list, it's full of uh, songs that they're not always singing. Um, But they. They're putting on a hell of a show. Um, and we never know this. You might be getting the last monkeys show in Sydney, Australia uh, ever. but I, I sure would love to hear that that's a sellout. I would love to know that all of the shows down under, and I know New Zealand you're not technically down under, but uh, but but we're Yanks. What do we know? I would love to see that. Every one of those shows are sold out. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
4: And, well, it's it's like uh, adjacent. It's like ish, right? Yeah. it's, yeah, down, it's under down under ish. ish. Down under right. ish. So we want to send a lot of love out there to everybody down in New Zealand and Australia. You've got buttons coming, and there's special buttons. Yep. They They have New Zealand and Australia right behind Mike and Mickey. So you're going to have a special variant button. So... That's only right. for you folks and we'll make a we'll make a select amount available for folks <clears throat> in the u.s and elsewhere but uh you'll have to be paying attention to to the facebook page folks it's as simple yeah, as you, that.
2: you know me i try to take care of everybody as best i can so i have i'm peeling off um A small number of uh, of New Zealand and Australia Mike and Mickey buttons that we will uh, offer up on the Facebook page. And, uh, you know, we as we always do when we have them on the Facebook page, we're selling them and the money is going toward a charity. And um, not sure which one yet, but uh, we've been able to help out uh, several either organizations or individuals. And uh, Zilch Nation continues to always really, uh, really show their support for what we do. And and I appreciate that on a personal level. Thank you very much. So, Australia and New Zealand, Mike and Mickey buttons coming soon to you
4: represent Mm
1: -hmm.
4: yeah and it also sherry was there at the uh at backstage to capture a lot of great moments for everybody as only she can she's just a fantastic photographer you know it's hard to think about what monkey culture might be like without someone like a sherry hansen who documents everything or the people like over at cool cherry cream right or monkey's live Mm -hmm. almanac or Uh, Al Bigley, and Alan Williams, and so many people, Fred Velez, everybody, and especially Andrew Sandoval. It's just hard to imagine where we'd be without people like that. And glad to be in the same group of people in this this thing that we love. Uh, Now, the next day, we had another get-together, and it's become a bit of a St. Louis tradition. We went to the Rock and Brews, which is owned by... Uh, Some people and the two guys from Kiss, Gene and Paul. So it's we have this Kiss room that we always go in and we take over and uh, it's great. And there were a lot of people that showed up for that. Who who, who all was there?
2: So um, at lunch at Rock and Brews um, in our room, there was a spillover, actually. But uh, we had in the party room, um, again, Kim Winter. Uh, Renee Quinn, Debbie Lang, myself, Ken and Sarah, Laura Horn and her son Josiah, Jane Knight, Pixel Kints and her significant other Lawrence, uh, Janet Reese, Linda Wheeler, um, <clears throat> and then about halfway through, we had a couple of extra special guests join us mm-hmm. uh, in. In the door comes John Billings and his wife Amy, and they joined us as they were getting ready to head out of town. Amy had uh, had surprised John; he didn't know that she was going to come to see this show, and uh, and so we were kind of conspiring with her uh, behind behind the scenes. In fact, <laughs> I had a I had a chat window in Messenger opened. I I'd opened one up for Ken and. Uh, Amy and John and myself to say, hey, um, I, you know, I think that Amy is going to be there and maybe not. Or I don't know. But if you are, can, you know, can we get try to get together for lunch? And Amy jumped right in and said, well, don't let him know, but I'm going to surprise John. I'm like, holy crap. And I got I quick deleted John out of that chat. <laughs> <laughs> So I don't think he saw anything, but (laughs) so everybody was very pleased to see them. That was great. They, they hung out and talked with us for a long time and took lots of pictures and, um, you know, they're, they're just, they're just a great couple. And
0: yeah. And I want to add one thing, John Billings had like some monster of a chest cold poor dear. but he was just fine and friendly and chatting with everybody else and yeah. that just shows how you know all of them really kind of go and above and beyond to you know to to be with the fans and to you know and 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 to really kind of connect which was is really amazing
2: we talk about uh, how listeners uh, Zilch nation um, that they not they're more than you all are more than just listeners um, your friends um, and some of you have become very good close friends with one another and with some of us um, and you know I get that sense from from at least John I'm sure others uh, in the band. They really do connect with the monkeys fans, and mm-hmm. I think they understand the unique, the unique position that they're in. They were fans of that crazy band and, and TV show back in the day, and now they're part of it. Yeah. Just like we are in our way and just like you are in, in your way, Zilch Nation. Um, so it's, it's, a great little, it's a great little thing we've got here. Um, appreciate it for what it is and how long we have it.
4: It cannot be a part of me for now. It's part of you and it's part of all of us, right?
2: Yep. Zilch is why I
0: understand that lyric now.
4: Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. All right. So we want to thank you for listening to this episode of Zilch. If you are in Australia, New Zealand, do yourself the favor, get out there and see them support Mike and Mickey. Let them know that you care. And, uh, it's it's just a fantastic thing that we're all part of and thank you for being part of zilch nation if you're listening to this and let someone else know who's a monkeys fan maybe they've never heard of this show before but they're not alone we're all out there and uh we are family we are one and uh love is understanding thank you for listening to zilch and we'll see you on the next episode of zilch your podcast full of monkeys
2: till then everybody and that's our show.
0: Zilch is an online nonprofit monkeys audio fancy made by fans
3: for fans. Any samples of music or interviews heard remain property of their owners. We
0: are not related to the monkeys or any of their members, past or present. We are not affiliated with Rhino or Razor. If you hear anything you like from the band, go on Amazon or iTunes and buy it. If you enjoyed the show, like us on Facebook and rate us on iTunes. Thank you for listening. Until next time, I'm your announcer, Chelsea Epstein, saying always take some time to monkey around.
3: (laughs) Don't, now. Now, really, everybody cool it, because I won't be able to get through this. Action. Hey, wow. It's a groovy button. What does it say? Love is the ultimate trip. Oh, gee, that's a nice thought. Gee, that's a neat button. What does it say? (laughs)
0: Let's go again. Let's see. I am scrolling, scrolling, scrolling because I had it. Um, Sorry. (laughs) I didn't know you were going to call on me first.
4: Well, I can change that and call on the other one.
0: Let's see. The other one. The other one.
4: (laughs) Okay. So we want to thank you for listening. Oh, Did we cover everything? The dog thinks so
2: think so we got the yes. Facebook update. Okay. The Nesbomb Tom and Andrew meet up as <laughs> what? what? Nesbomb. Nesbomb. Dishwash. <laughs> okay.